P-A-S-C-A-L We're now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go people in the house my people good morning everybody i hope you guys are having a fantastic and wonderful wednesday or monday what am i doing <laughs> it is a monday see this is a case of the mondays already but anyway sorry there's so much going on in my head and there's so much to cover today uh i didn't get a chance to do a show yesterday unfortunately uh but you know i honestly uh i needed that time off to hang out with some friends and be around some family and everything which was really really great uh so i'm hoping that you guys had a wonderful saturday <laughs> Uh, and wonderful Sunday as well, um, because, man, there's a lot going on. A lot went on last night, <laughs> which we are going to be talking about. Obviously, you see it over uh, over our heads right now or underneath us right now. There's a lot of things to cover today. Holy God. Uh, holy God. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. But anyway, got my brothers in the house. What a guan, fellas. Jackie and hey, Tommy Boy. How y'all feeling today? How y'all feeling today? Pretty good, man. I got that, uh, you know, just a little trash taken out this morning on trash day, but I cleared out a whole bunch of stuff over the weekend, so it feels really good to have less. Ooh, <laughs> so. nice. You know, uh, uh, to uh, declutter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Declutter. Sometimes less is more. Exactly. Exactly. Just so you know, uh, uh, Jack, your your mic is a little hot. I don't know why, but maybe it's just where it's positioned and et cetera. So just, uh, you know, figure that out over figure that out over time. We'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? No worries. Um, Tommy, boy, how you doing, my brother? How I'm doing, doing good. I'm doing good. I took a couple of days off last week. Uh, my mom was in the ICU. She is home now and recovering. So that's Yay. a big Yay. relief. That's big, excellent big news. It was kind of, you know, it was, looked like it was kind of touch and go there for a minute. Uh, yeah. She was in the hospital with sepsis, and um, she was in the ICU, and her white blood cell counts, you know, were kind of all over the place in the early days there, and it was very, very scary, but she's uh, recovered now. Uh, she's recovering now. She's home. She's out of the ICU. That's good. And uh, on the mend. That's she good. sounds good. I talked to her last night. That's so. excellent. That's excellent news, man. Yeah, it was I'm a scary happy. week last week. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of, <laughs> lot of stuff you never want to think about goes through your mind during that kind of stuff. So yeah, man. Glad that glad that she has recovered and hope that, hope that she continues to. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? Honestly, your your presence was definitely missed the, uh, during the time that you had. Uh, to spend with your family, of course, but that's important too, being with your family. And, and it honestly, it's great news that your your family's doing well, and you know that everyone's all right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. back to to some sort of normalcy now, which <laughs> which is basically being locked up again and, and dodging the COVID like a mug. So hey, you know I'm, I'm well, happy hey, that she's it's doing better good. Better than being in the ICU because I think there were a couple of rooms in there that were COVID rooms. Oh so. yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I'm glad she's out of there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really happy about that too. And that's, that's great news, man. Cause uh, I, I know I was praying a lot for you uh, and trying to give you as much, uh, as much positive energy and much positive vibes as I could, you know, that I can muster from this, uh, from this corner of the world. You know what I'm saying? Well, so uh, my family and I, we definitely appreciate it. Of course. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you everybody that was thinking about us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Malia says that's awesome news. So happy for you all. Um, saying that to you, Tom. So that's great news, obviously. So oh, thank, thank you, Malia. Thank all you. the way from Australia. Yeah. Of course. All right. You know, crikey. <laughs> I'm done. Enough. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, Jack, man, how are you? How are the kids? You know what I'm saying? Good day. As you good just day. said, Jack. Good day. Yeah, no, they're doing good, man. And you know, just straight, you know, normal in a long weekend of hot weather, straight just weather that heat that was just nonstop. Yeah. So uh, it was you know, just a inside movie type of weekend. Word. Uh, and had to get rid of our pool that we had in the backyard. Uh, we handed over some clover, and then we moved it. And then the entire backyard now currently smells like a elephant house, like from the Ooh. decaying clover that was underneath this, like, plastic pool. <laughs> and then this happened the other time, too. And then when we moved it, like, the water that was somehow from the kids getting in and out, from the clover going in, the entire pool smelt that way. And, like, one day I came home after filling up for them. I got in and I got out, and, like, my entire body just reeked of elephant house. Yuck. Uh, oh. So uh, I dropped that out in the front today. That was one of the things that got pulled to the curb. Uh, I do not think that the um, trash guys are going to like me uh, afterwards, though, because they're, <laughs> they're like, you know, trash trucks already smell. Uh, but that one's going to smell really bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're like, you're welcome. <laughs> you're like, hey, yeah. he, hey, that's what they get paid to do. You know what I mean? Deal with trash. Deal, yeah. with, deal with smelly stuff. So yeah. there you go. You know, that you just did. You got your whole paycheck in one bag. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Damn. Uh, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you got to get rid of some of that smelliness out of your house and, and declutter. And all that. Yeah. And that's good. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that decluttering, that motion of decluttering is a is a beautiful, beautiful thing, um, especially, right. when, you know what I mean? Just getting rid of the trash, getting rid of the crap. You know what I mean? So uh, I like that. That's great. Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah. Sounds I like I also had to carry up one of those like 400 pound old like TVs. That's like, oh, you know, super thick. That's the only way I can put it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thicker than a snicker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, I had to move that to the curb this morning. That was that's a, what's up. Got my workout going on already. Ooh, yeah. ooh, look that's at those I, guns. Do you see I, them? Do you I see that? The, did you see those? Did you see those guns, everybody? Did you see those guns? Look at that. Bow. He's like, yeah. 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 He, he, he went upstairs. He, he moved that, 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 that furniture up the stairs after he got done. He made a, a a very very strong, very sugary Kool Aid. Step back and just was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the king of this castle. Yeah, look at these no, muscles." I, I just needed something to help me put the Tylenol down. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, "Yeah, man," sipping that Kool Aid, and he's like, "Where's my Taco Bell?" I'm gonna be so sore later. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I love it. I love it. Anyway, we got to jump into some of the, the some of these breaking news. We do have a little bit of a breaking news in regards to a 
a, a murder, uh, a shooting that happened at a federal judge's house. We got to jump into this really quick because this is kind of breaking news overnight. Uh, we do. We will be talking about the other things going on. Trust me. We'll be deep diving into those things. But that's some in- interesting information that's going on right now. Tom's got the story. Speak on it, Tom. Yeah, a uh, gunman shot and killed the 20-year-old son of a federal judge in New Jersey and shot and injured her husband Sunday night at the family home. Uh, the shootings occurred at the North Brunswick home of U.S. District Judge Esther uh, Salas uh, mm. and killed her son, Daniel, and uh, her husband, defense lawyer Mark Anderl, uh, was injured. Uh, she is a federal judge. She has overseen, uh, let's see, the trial of Real Housewives of New Jersey, reality star Teresa and Joe. You're going to help help me with this last name here. G-I-U-D-I-C. <laughs> G- oh. U- wait, wait. G-U-I-D-I-C? Yeah, the, the, the people from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Well, uh, um, Gooey Dick? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, this is the problem. I don't watch any of this uh, reality TV show. So. No, it's Guidus. Uh, I think it's Guidus. Guidus or Guidic. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, she, she sentenced uh, them to prison for crimes involving bankruptcy, fraud, and tax evasion. Wow. Uh, she's currently uh, presiding over an ongoing lawsuit brought by Deutsche Bank investors who claim the company made false and misleading statements about its anti-money laundering policies and failed to monitor high-risk customers, including convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Have so mercy. she's involved in an Epstein trial. She has, uh, in the past, worked on gang trials. She sentenced the Real Housewives people to jail for bankruptcy, fraud, and tax evasion. Her husband, I believe, is a defense attorney. So the number of people that, you know, the number of motives here is, you know, probably as long as my arm for suspects. But um, word. It sounds like the person that did it was a hitman disguised as a FedEx delivery driver. That's so, so this was, up. A, you know, this was an organized hit. This, that's so messed up. It's, it's kind of like, you know, we we like we're not. This ain't. This ain't blacklist. You know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't like some some crazy like this ain't good fellas up in this piece. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy that somebody was dressed up as a FedEx delivery guy or delivery person and killed their son. You know? Uh cuz it's the son that was killed, right? He's the only one that died, right? Or is it the son and father that got that got shot and killed? Uh, the son died. The the father is uh, injured in the hospital, I believe. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Some, Somebody the risks that are associated with those types of positions, but right. you never really hear about these types of you know these types of incidents that often. Right. Yeah. Somebody's trying to stop somebody from doing something. That's it. I mean, you got yeah. a federal judge and the father, the, the husband is what again? Isn't he a district attorney of some sort? He's D.A. as well. Uh, yeah, he's uh, some sort of uh, attorney. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, God knows what the hit, who the hit was out on. But I'm assuming it's on her. That's what I think. I think it's on the federal mm-hmm. judge. Obviously, um, there, there's so much going on that I'm sure that's. <laughs> 
wow, it's so messed up. Real talk. That's that's terrible. Terrible. But yeah. damn, damn all the breaks, unfortunately, I guess. Yeah, I guess they don't really have a, you know, they obviously they don't have a suspect in custody. I don't think they have a description yet. So, you know, you hope that whoever did this gets brought to justice. We figure out, you know, who put the hit out. But I don't yeah. know how often that happens in these kind of cases. It's madness. Right. You know, ahead, it's crazy to hear about, you know, a hit like this going on. And then did you also hear that last week in New York uh, where one of the C- like CEOs of a tech company uh, from another country that was in New York got dismembered? Mm. Wow, and then, like they like have it on video of the guy like in mask like following him into his place and bringing him upstairs, oh and then gosh. later on they found him and it's completely dismembered. It's insane that there's double times in two weeks. There's like hits going on. What? Like you know, for real? This is like wait, 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 wait. When was this other hit? Like, this that, was that, on, where the, where the like, person Friday? got this where the person got dismembered. This happened last this past week this weekend. No, yeah, this this past weekend, yeah, Whoa. a man suspected of dismembering Texio was seen on video uh, buying an electric saw. Uh, mm. What? Yeah, Fahim Salaz, assistant, pleads not guilty to gruesome mur- murder. Uh, and what? yeah, that's uh, he's a tech CEO of a like, of a rideshare company, uh, but Lower East Side apartment on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I mean that's two hits. It, uh, it seems in two weeks. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's weird. That is very, very I mean, how, weird. How often is this stuff going on that right? we just don't know about, right? Yeah. It's scary. I mean, even in, I mean, I mean, you remember in St. Louis, there was a, a, a spate of murders, organized hits that were taking place in Clayton that to this day have never been solved. Um Man. That's crazy, it's, man. Yeah. Like, you know, just to, you know, like wrap your mind around the idea that there are people out there that get paid to do stuff like this and that there are cases and trials that are going on right now that are worthy of said hit men or hit people, assassins, if you will, that are going out there and doing crazy grisly acts like this right now. Um just the, like as much as you as much as we play these things out in movies and we see these in in TV shows and whatnot, it's crazy that this is actual reality. I, I, it, to me, it's just so weird to wrap your mind like my mind around the fact that Friday some dude, some hitman went out and murdered, savagely murdered somebody by dismembering his entire like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's hard to put those things in into play in your mind yeah. you know what i'm saying like and the funny thing is is like you know i'm watching shows like right now i'm, I'm, I'm binge watching the hell out of hannibal right now so mm. it's it's crazy to me that um those kind of things like those terrible disgusting acts of violence actually can be real life if that makes any sense so mm-hmm. that's weird to me that this is this kind of thing is fo- you know Friday, somebody gets murdered. Then Sunday, somebody, somebody else, there was an attempt on somebody else's life, except, you know, unfortunately the son gets killed, you know, mm-hmm. in the path of this whole situation. It's, um, man, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Right. And I just read that the husband, he was in, um, stable, but critical condition, uh, and has undergone surgery. So hopefully he's able to recover. Wow. Hopefully he'll be able to tell the story. 
you know, yeah. hopefully he'll be yeah. around to be able to tell the story. Um, and uh, maybe he recognize has, a face. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Maybe he'll be able to identify said person, which is also terrible. But uh, and uh, I can only imagine what that federal judge uh, is going through right now. She must be terrified, uh, rightfully so. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's such a shame. It's such a shame that her son was uh, killed in the, uh, you know, was caught in the middle of this, uh, in the middle of this act as well. You know, uh, it's terrible. It's terrible news. Yeah. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. You know, we should jump into the other, more, other terrible news as well. Um, John Robert Lewis, um, American politician and civil rights leader, um, and also uh, in the United States House of Representatives, uh, passed at the age of 80 this past weekend. Um, uh, you know, this, this man was uh, a huge advocate for civil rights, uh, for changing the world. Uh, he was one of the main people that uh, spoke, uh, you know, before Martin Luther King, before that, before that iconic I Have a Dream speech. Um, you know, he has been part of this part of black culture and he's a huge piece of just legacy um in america and it's it's such a shame that he has passed um so yeah uh tom i know you have a little bit more to say on that so i'm gonna throw it over to you yeah john lewis uh he, he passed away over the weekend there have been uh all kinds of outpourings from People, uh, I mean, from across the aisle, even Senator uh, Mitch McConnell said Lewis was a pioneering civil rights leader who put his life on the line to fight racism, promote equal rights, bring our nation into greater alignment with its founding principles. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said, all of us are humbled to call Congressman Lewis a colleague and are heartbroken by his passing. Uh, may his memory be an inspiration that moves us all to, in the face of injustice, mm -hmm. to make uh, good trouble necessary trouble. Uh, that was one of his lines, was he, he liked to get in good trouble, as he put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get arrested, but for the right reasons. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, like I said, you know, he is a, 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 a great example of what we need to start doing as far as, pushing the culture, pushing, pushing for change in a, may, in a more peaceful, but obviously in a more productive way. Um, you know, he was an advocate for um, getting, you know, obviously changing things, trying to eradicate, uh, trying to eradicate, there we go, trying to eradicate, um, I forgot what I was saying, systemic, uh, systemic racism, the, the social injustices there that were going, that are still going on in this country. He, uh, made a, you know, he was one of those people that was hardcore about that. And, um, yeah, may he rest in peace. Um, you know, it's, uh, we need more men like that. We meet, we need more men like John Lewis for sure. And also we need less people like Marco Rubio uh, mistaking him for somebody else as well. Yeah. We need those things to stop happening as well. Yep. Yeah, I think when Marco Rubio put up a picture of Elijah Cummings. Yep. Yep. Not a good look. <laughs> not, the, not the greatest look in the world. Um, no. No. But 
Those things don't, I was about to say, these things happen. They shouldn't be happening. So I shouldn't even be giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like, he fell on his face kind of hard on that situation. Um, yep. uh-huh. You know, he should know better, you know? Stupid. Stupid. Yep. Stupid, you know? Yep. <laughs> but, boy, yeah, John Lewis, though, I mean, if ever there was somebody that gave all for the movement, I mean, it was John, exactly. John Lewis. Exactly. I mean, Got his skull fractured crossing the Selma Bridge. Yes, he did. He most definitely did. Um, Now they're they're trying to, um, there is a bridge, I forgot the name of the the actual bridge, um, but they are looking towards uh, trying to change that bridge name to John Lewis's name. Um, Because right now it is named after a, a member of the KKK, Um, And they're looking towards, they're trying to petition so that they can change that name to John's name, um, which will be iconic, I think. um, Yes. In my personal opinion. So. Yeah, the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Yes. There we go. Yes. So I'm hoping that they do, um, you know, uh, and I hope that they do it in the right way, you know, petitioning, bringing awareness to it, not trying to burn it down. If that makes any sense, um, yeah. you know, because, you know, there are a lot, there are a lot of things that we are going to be talking about today, um, especially with in regards to the Black Lives Matter murals that have been getting defaced throughout the entire uh, throughout New York City right now as we speak um, and and other mur- murals that are around uh, in other cities. We're going to be jumping into that here very, very shortly because we definitely need to talk about that. Um, but uh, may he may John Lewis rest forever in peace. And, uh, you know, what he did over those over his 80 years on this planet uh, is a lot more than I can say for the average bear, you know, for the average man. Um, and uh, like I said, we need more men like John Lewis out there. We most definitely need more men like John Lewis. So. Anyway, <laughs> I guess we're going to jump into this conversation because we got we got to. Yeah, is this is blowing out. Yep. It's really. Is it better real? yet? No, no, way bad. Oh, boy. Jeez Louise. OK, I'm going to unplug and plug back yeah, in and see if that helps. Do you think? Do you think? Um, so there are some things that we do need to talk about. We will be jumping into the Kanye West conversation here very, very shortly, but uh, we do need to talk about what's been going on this past weekend. So this week, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to turn this down so I can just keep this moving. Okay. So real quick. um, All right. (laughs) I just lost my total lost train of my, my train of thought. Okay. So, uh, th- this past weekend, there has been a great deal of uh, yeah, there's just been a lot of issues going on in regards to just literally floating around the Black Lives Matter mural. All right. Um, murals. OK. Uh, and it all started with a woman named Bevelyn Bevelyn Beatty. Um, she went out. Uh, this is a black conservative um, that went out and streamed live on live on her YouTube channel her defacing one of the Black Lives Matter murals in front of, that was made, painted out in front of Trump Tower, okay? Now, what's very interesting is that um, 
<laughs> Actually, before I jump into that interesting piece, I want to show you guys the video. So here we go. Let me just pull that up right quick. Are you guys back? Are you guys good over there? I'm good. Can you okay. hear me? Am yeah. I, yeah. Am yeah. I it was talking just, okay now? Yes, much better. It was just blasting like crazy. Mm. Um, whatever it was, if that was AC or something, I don't know. But anyway, let me just, um, let me pull this up because it's very interesting. Wow. What's crazy is that her YouTube channel is starting to skyrocket too, which is kind of funny. Um, real talk. Now, she just did, she did this just the other day, maybe, maybe 48 hours ago. Um, and I'll explain everything here in a second, but I want you guys to see this first video. Ooh, excuse me. Sorry about that loud, loud noise. So uh, I want you guys to see this video right quick. Now, I'm going to scrub through this a little bit. We're going to see a little bit of the beginning, and then we're going to get to the, the meat and potatoes of it all. So uh, here's for your eyes only. Let's, let's, let's get it. So they know. They don't know. They don't know. But they said they fuck you. We just God's just doing favor, girl. I'm 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 rolling. We, we together. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna get straight to the point. All of these are open. Okay. Bang. And ready to go. Okay. Yes. She got a gang of paint. Gang of black paint. Rollers, etc. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep scrolling because it's 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 a little bit of a a long piece. So here we go. We're gonna get straight to the meat and potatoes of the situation. Here we go. Black people, they do it for black people. There we go. play a good chunk of this let's let's keep it moving cops are trying to get her Language. <laughs> oh, damn. Down goes Frazier. Refund the police. Refund the police. Refund the police. Okay. As you see. Okay. Get straight to the point. She starts. They start to finally get her. Finally, get to uh, arrest her in a way. 
Wait for it. Here we go. Here we go. Jesus matter. Stand out. Take your country back. Amen. Take your country back. Amen. We're dying left and right. They're going to kill us. Take your country back. Take your country back. Take your country back. Take okay. Back. Okay. We get it, right? We all get it. All right? Fellas, you heard that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So that's just only part one. That's only part one. We're going to we're going to I'm going to explain part the other parts here in a second. But I wanted to just kind of bring this up, throw you guys that piece of info, that video. That's the first one. She doesn't do it just once. She does it two more times, but we're going to get into those other two times here in a second. Now, we got to talk about this for sure, you know. I need to know from everybody out there. Comment down below, fellas. We're going to open this up to everybody. I need to know. We're going to be doing this little, like, our Let's Talk segment a little bit early today, unfortunately. But we're going to jump into it. Uh, We will open up the phone lines here very, very shortly. So don't call in quite yet. But I need to know, what are your thoughts on this? Should she have, like, is that okay for her to do? Where do you stand on it? Where do you stand on her doing that? Now, one of the things that I'll point out right now, real quick, is given the fact that she's black. She's black. There have been other moments. Like, there was another one that we saw. Remember the, the two people, the two white people that were sitting there, the Martinez, I think, the Martinez couple um, that were defacing uh, uh, in, in uh, uh, a mural in... in, in um, San Francisco or in the Bay Area, and we were we were talking about that. There were people standing there, just you know, videotaping them. They were videotaping themselves, uh, defacing the Black Lives Matter mural over there. And I said, and I said it, I said this is going to start something. This is going to start a new trend, right? Guess what? Click, drag over a week, maybe a week and a half later, and we got Bevel and Beatty doing the exact same damn thing except she streams all of it on her youtube channel gets it all up there and not only does she do it once she does it three other uh, two other times after that so i need to know i really want to know from everybody who's watching right now to the to the pascal nation actually i've been thinking about that too pascal posse I've been, I've been messing with it. Anyway, comment down below. Let me know what you think on this situation because I'm on the fence. I'm personally on the fence about this situation. So I'm going to throw it over to the guys. Comment down below. We will be opening up the, the, the phone lines here very shortly, but I want to hear from the guys first. Tom, Jackie, speak on it. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, she has she has a right to protest. Um, yeah, she does. She definitely I, has a right. She does have a right to protest. I don't agree with her. I don't really understand where it's coming from necessarily. I, I don't know 
you know, I don't know where the Jesus matters stuff comes from. Mm. You know, usually when I hear people screaming about Jesus on the street, I kind of disregard everything they're saying because they're usually insane people. But, um, you know, she has a right to protest. I'm sure it'll be painted back over again to say Black Lives Matter. You know, I'm sure it's already been repainted at this point. Facts. So, you know, I, she's entitled to her opinion. Absolutely. But I, I, don't, I don't fully understand it. Yeah. Um, Jack, speak on it. So, like, what what does this lady do in general in her in her main life? Is she a minister? Is that what I'm seeing here? Uh, uh, I, I don't know her um, full. I don't know her full um, her full story. I don't know her full story personally. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I've I've d- done a deep dive into the into the world of Bevelyn Beatty. But all I know is that a lot of the stuff that she has on her channel has been very much uh, against the Black Lives Matter movement. Very much. She, you know, she's very uh, she's a black conservative. You know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. Trump 2020. Even in that video, I didn't show it in that that video. Uh, but in that live stream, she's sitting there going Trump 2020. Um, she's, she's saying everything that, you know, any other conservative would basically say, she says all lives matter. She says, Jesus matters. You know, she, she's spouting out her own personal rhetoric. It's on her own personal rhetoric, but she has been pushing towards Jesus and saying Jesus matters, you know? So what do you think, Jack, with the ghost in the machine? Uh, you know, I, it is really strange. Uh, wow, you know, look weird. Because like she, there's a fundraiser on GoFundMe already. Yes. For for her, of course there is. Oh. It's already got like fifteen thousand dollars of a thirty thousand dollar goal. Yeah. But it's but it's created on. It looks at first to be created on behalf of her, but then she's one of the organizers for it too. <laughs> there you go. Wait, um, say that. Say that last part. Say that again. It was like there's one person who was like the main creator of it, but yeah. then she is also like an administrator on the fundraiser campaign. Oh, okay, there you go. Of course. Um, and you know, obviously she. And then I see a thing that says all money after any money is used for bail will go towards uh, Bevelyn Beatty's ministry. Yeah. Um, um, I also want to point. I also yeah. want to point something out really quick. I do want to point something out. Her YouTube channel. Let's just jump on her YouTube channel for a real quick story. All right. When I first saw the video, when I saw about this video and it was being spread like crazy, people were talking about it. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, uh, commentator, uh, commentary uh, YouTube channels out there that have been talking about this specific uh, situation where she's defacing the the black the Black Lives Matter Matter mural. Um, so people have been talking about it, talking about it. it's being shared, it's getting all over the place. I've been seeing it on DL Hughley's, even on DL Hughley's um, Instagram page. You know what I'm saying? It's it's on the Shade Room, it's on TMZ, it's on everything, everything you can think of. It's everywhere, right? Her channel mm-hmm. was not even, I think it was like at 20 less than 20,000 subscribers. That thing is, is skyrocketed overnight. She's gained 30 plus thousand subscribers just from that moment. All right. So just from that video itself, what happens after that? She gets bailed out somehow, whatever she gets bailed out on, and she does it again. We're going to show you guys the video real quick. Okay, good. Let me add in a couple more context. Ah, okay. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. I was. Go ahead. 
Because, so they have at the Well Ministries the yes. two ladies that were both arrested, and they are known as um, anti-abortion uh, protesters that do like high-profile type of things to bring awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the they also got arrested outside of Planned Parenthood, uh, the New York headquarters last month. Yes, they uh, did. They also uh, were charged with disorderly contact with a disrupted council meeting in the suburb of Fort Myers, Florida. They took a trip to Kentucky to attend an Easter Sunday service held in defiance of the governor's April coronavirus stay-at-home order. Yep. Uh, so it seems like they're going wherever they can go, almost to over to take the attention that's on one thing to bring it towards what they're trying to bring awareness for. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so, okay. Well, okay. So, uh, you know, and, and, and that's the thing, like, <laughs> uh, she's obviously an activist. It's clear. Clearly she's, she's doing it to, to get her own, like, she's obviously an activist. She's trying to put her own, get her own opinions out, out there, her own thoughts about everything. Um, so I'm just going to show one other, um, one other video right quick. Uh, this is when she, Language, by the way, on this one too. I gotta, I gotta mute you guys really quick. Um, I'm just gonna be straight funky. Uh, this one has a little bit of language because this is when she did, she defaced the Black Lives Matter mural in Brooklyn. So after she got bailed out, she drove across the river. She, she cr- cr- uh, drove across the bridge, went to Brooklyn, and defaced that one as well. Here it is. We'll start. No, it's good. It's live? on. Live? Mm-hmm. Okay. We live? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we in Brooklyn, and it ain't over. She got war paint on and everything. Jesus matters. Yes. We're taking our country back. We're taking it back. And let me tell you something. The police need our help. They can't stand alone. Don't just sit by idly and watch your country go to the ground. Stand with your police force. Vote for Trump. Vote Republican. Vote for Christians. And stand up Christians. And then she Even has her, she got her hype man too, or hype woman. He said himself to Terry Crews that Black Lives Matter is not about what happens to black lives in the hood. It's not about what happens to any other black lives except the ones that they feel uh, earn them money, clearly. So we doing it for Christ right now, y'all. All right, so. We hitting everywhere. Let's go. Get, let's get straight to the point. Bang, she's back at it again. Nutty. She keeps going. Then there's other guys that are just like, why are you doing this? Okay, obviously as you you get the you get the gist of it. Okay? It gets it gets worse. It gets, you know, people are getting upset. People start throwing the uh the paint cans at them, uh, throwing the somebody actually breaks a, a window next uh nearby, um just angry. Uh it 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 gets really bad over there in in uh Brooklyn. She also does it in uh Harlem where she just literally they all jump in the back of a uh, on the back of that SUV that she that she has all that paint in, and they just start doing like a drive-by dumping of paint on top of 
the uh, Black Lives Matter mural that is in uh, Harlem as well. Um, so it, it is, um, it's freaking nuts, okay? But here's the thing. My only thing, my only thought is this, okay? My thought is this. And I said this same thing when it happened to, when it happened in South, uh, when it happened in San Francisco or in the Bay Area in, in, um, in California. Here, here's my thought. If you really want this thing to be getting got, uh, taken care of, or if you really want to get rid of the thing, start a petition. Do something about it. Start a peaceful protest. I don't know what it is. Even so, and I know, I know that it, it bounces back towards, hey, what about all the things that are getting torn down, burned, uh, vandalized, etc.? I feel the exact same way about those things as well. If you have a problem with those things, those statues, those, those monuments, then there should be a, a more civilized way of getting things done and getting your point across. That's what I think about this situation. Now, the other part is, is that now that we have, and I hate to say it like this, and I'm going to say it, I, I'm just... I'm just going to say it. Given the fact that she's black, it opens up a door. Since the black girl, since a black woman suddenly does this, then suddenly it's okay. Now it's okay. Now we're opening up a whole tidal wave of people that are going to go and deface their Black Lives Matter murals all over the country. And guess what? That's exactly what's happening right now. There are people who are taking out blue paint and are defacing Murals right now as we speak with blue paint saying blue lives matter. Like I said, not only is this not the right way to get things taken care of, she has just lit the match to a fuse that is going to keep going. She started like she jumped on top of that and now she's adding on to the trend. You know what I'm saying? Now she's now she is perpetuating and making the, that trend okay. I care about everybody's voice. I care what people have to say. I get that. I get people don't agree with the, the murals. I get that. But there's got to be a different way that you can get your point across without it turning into something worse. I have a feeling that it could turn just over a mural. I feel like it could turn into something very, very violent and very, very, very dangerous. And that's the thing that I'm more that I care about more than anything else. It's just paint on a street. They can paint over it a million times over. All they're going to do is paint back over it. Black Lives Matter. Not that's not going to change. There needs to be a better way to get your point across if you have a problem with something. That's what I think. I don't think that this is the right way to do things personally. And I don't think that it's the right way to do things when it comes to the murals, like to the, uh, the monuments and the statues and all that. Defacing all those things, ripping those things down, I don't think that's the right procedure either. I don't agree with that either. There's got to be a more civil way of getting these, these things done. That's what I think. Wherever you stand on the matter, <laughs> whether you are all lives or black lives, there's got to be a more civil way of getting your point across and getting ish done. The, the phone lines are open. Give us a call at 314-766-4581. Definitely let me know what you think on this. I am going to read some of your comments, though, because there are some comments down below, which I appreciate. But the phone lines are open. Give us a call. 
drop a dime, speak on it. Let me know what your opinions are. We'd love to know. Guys, what else do you guys want to say while I look at these uh, comments? Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's a temporary, I don't know, disruption uh, to one cause to su- bring awareness or support for another cause. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it, it can be painted back over. It's not permanent. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's other ways to bring about that type of change by through petitioning and things like that that might be more permanent. Uh, and everyone has the right to protest, but obviously her protesting the Black Lives Matter movement in that way, like you said, because she is black, is going to bring a different viewpoint from a lot of people saying, yeah, this is okay or this is not okay. Uh, and But there will be that, you know, the the white group that will look at it and use that as an excuse. Yeah. That's for sure. And so, I don't know. I, I mean, how many times can she get arrested before they, um, you know, we'll keep on raising the bond. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, Tom, what do you, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, she has the right to protest and again, it'll, it'll be painted back over soon enough. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, if anything, she just brings attention back to the Black Lives Matter movement. I think if she's trying to get people to come around to her way of thinking, she's going about it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think she's going to win anybody over with this. I don't think going out and throwing paint all over a Black Lives Matter mural while screaming about Jesus is is going to bring a lot of people over to your side. Uh, I think it'll, you know, for the people that agree with her, they'll be like, oh, good. And now we have someone who's black that agrees with us that Black Lives Matter is bad. And, you know, she'll preach to the choir, but she's not going to win anybody over with this. And as Jack was saying, she set up a GoFundMe for herself. So, it, you know, it makes me extremely skeptical about her actual intentions with this. I mean, this seems like a get rich quick scheme to me, but what do I know? It, yeah, that's, you know, and I want to say that, too, because. Um, I said, you see, she's live streaming every single one of those things. She did every single one of those things live. She streamed those things. Then what's funny to me, and, you know, I hate to be the skeptical person. I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out here that are riding on the, the, the political wave right now for their own financial benefits, for their own financial gains. Now, if she really, really, really cared about this, she didn't need to, she wouldn't have had to go stream live. She wouldn't have had to do that. Real talk. But it worked for her because she's got 50 plus thousand subscribers now when she wasn't even at 20,000 at one point. Okay. But she, she went in, she leaned hard on her ideals and what she believes and she streamed live, which smart. But the thing is, is that you see that you wonder if the the intentions are 110 percent. Yeah, she has her beliefs. Yeah, she has her thoughts. But she's obviously trying to get she's obviously trying to make some noise for herself, too, to get the word out there, to get people who are going to be interested in seeing her. You know, maybe she's trying to get to that level of uh, a different version of a Candace Owens, if you will. You know, maybe she's trying to do that. I don't know, but it, it didn't seem like, it seems as if you would want to ask questions in regards to what are her full intentions here. 
are her intentions really, really just to 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 uh, are are they really genuine, or are they meticulously planned out? Given the fact that she did two more murals after that, now I wonder, did she do the mural first, the first mural? And she goes, I'm going to stream live and we're going to see what happens. That thing went viral. People are talking about it still right now. She said, oh, damn, that worked. Let me when I as soon as I bail out of this B, <laughs> I'm about to do it again. And we're going to stream every single time. It worked. Now people are talking about Bevel and Beatty. We are talking about Bevel and Beatty. So accomplishment made, right? Every other time that she has done something where she has been an active, uh, uh, being an activist against something, she has been caught on camera of some sort talking about it. The news has covered her on other occasions. She's putting her face out there. She's out there for to get a little bit of attention for shout. If you just type in, trust me, guys, do me a favor. Don't do it right now because, you know, stay with us on the show. But go to YouTube and just type in Bevelyn Beatty. Do not go to her channel. Just go and check out the news stuff that gets uh, that they are uh, getting captured on where they're getting arrested when they're demonstrating at, at a specific place or they're getting arrested at a plant at a Planned Parenthood, uh, so on and so forth. You know, they're 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 trying to get their names out there as political figures, you know, or public figures. Clearly, clearly. This move, this this stunt, if you will, worked for her. Absolutely. You know, even so, she's still streaming, still doing more videos talking about, oh, what happened at the aftermath, etc. Like I said, the phone lines are open. Give us a call. 314-766-4581. Jake from State Farm, literally, Jake from State Farm, thank you so much for uh, uh, commenting. I really appreciate it. Are you wearing khakis right now? That's what I'd like to know. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, she sounds hideous. Um, So uh, Jake from State Farm says, I don't agree with her, but uh, they uh, they was never supposed to post that on the street because it's uh it opens doors uh it opens the door to to a, a a slot of i guess a slew of stuff i think that's what they're trying to say a slot of stuff to a lot of stuff i think that's what they're trying to say um now I, I don't know i think when it comes to the murals i think that they're fine i don't see any problem with them but like i said if there's a huge problem with it somebody needs to talk about it in a more uh, civil matter. No matter what, the more they try to deface it, the more they're going to put it back down. You see what I'm saying? That don't help nothing. Every time you try to deface a Black Lives Matter mural, they're just going to paint over it. And they're going to ignore everybody who's trying to, say, get rid of it in a more civil matter with petitions and so on. That's just what I think. That's just what I think. That's just, so, there it is. I also want to give you a little insight on what her um, her Facebook posts and things are like. Come on. Uh, it is no coincidence that they are driving this COVID-19 issue back up out of nowhere. Right after that Epstein girl, Maxwell, got arrested. I guarantee you they are using this to distract us from what is really going on. A lot of pedophiles are going down. 
There's a pedophile ring that's been going on for years right on our nose, and it's about to be exposed. You're going to be surprised when you find out just who was a part of it. She's got some videos up on her page about uh, Bill Clinton. Um, she seems to be, I don't know, I don't see any direct support on QAnon, but uh, yeah, it sounds, she, sounds she like she's following some of the uh, conspiracy stuff pretty hard. Yeah, it sounds like she drunk the Kool-Aid on that. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if you could say Kool-Aid, Tom. It, I, I think it gets, uh, turns into something racial. You know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm just playing. I'm playing, man. I'm playing, Tom. I'm just playing. It was supposed <laughs> to be a joke. It's a joke, bro. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Now, I do think that, the, I do think this, though, um, that just really quick. I do think this. When it comes to uh, the murals, uh, it's because somebody did say something uh, a, a second ago. Uh, Shanta, uh, thank you so much for commenting as well. She said, um, Shanta, oh, we got a phone call. Let's just jump into this real quick. Hey, hello. You're on the mic with the Pascal Show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Pascal. It's uh, Alex from Oklahoma. I've called before. Oh, what's up, man? Hey, How you doing? I just, hey, I just wondered, why are you uh, focusing in on this lady Instead of talking about what BLM was founded by, it was founded by four black lesbians that were Marxist. And instead, you're talking about this lady trying to make a publicity stunt to make some bucks, like Candace Owens type, I guess. Right. And I don't understand why we can't talk about the actual things the BLM want. Because... And I guess if I was the devil's advocate as a... Sure. Nationalists, I would say what we don't want them to get. You know, why can't we have that type of frame of debate instead of just attacking this lady's character oh, I, or well, saying that you are non person or whatever? Okay. Um, well, first off, Alex, I'm not trying to attack anybody's character. I'm just uh, I'm just talking about what actually happened in the video and what my personal opinion is on that video. I'm not attacking that woman's character. Paint, right? We're talking about the same lady, right? Excuse me. Say that again. The, the lady with the black paint that was painting over exactly. the, the mural. And, yes. Uh, wherever. Yes. Yeah. That, I think that lady, in my opinion, is doing the Lord's work, you know, uh, yeah, I was cheering her on. If I saw her uh, her page, her GoFundMe, I'd send her five bucks. You know, and if she became rich from it, it make make other people do the same thing. It might become viral. You know, there might be other uh, black women out there be like, damn, if I paint over a Black uh, Lives Matter sign, some white nationalist might send me five bucks, and if it happens a thousand times, it's five thousand dollars. You know, that's a great idea, though. I mean, that's a good way for on my end of it. For us to have allies, but I mean, if the best thing you could do, just take the damn BLM thing down. That way, we wouldn't have these little fights. It seems extremely political to have this stuff. You know, it, it's not solving racism; it's just exacerbating issues. But that's my opinion. You know, I, I okay. want to hear you, uh, your thoughts. Okay. I, I really value your opinion, Pascal. You do a great job. Oh, uh, thank you, Alex. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you for calling. All right. Peace. Later, fellas. What do you think on that? Hold on, was he just uh, identifying himself as a white nationalist? I, I, I believe so. I, I believe so. Um, but at the same time, uh, <laughs> I didn't really want to dive into that too deeply right then and there. Uh, but, of course, you know, uh, maybe opinion, he'll comment down below. side of the fence, I, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it's something I, completely different. 
Let, let's just let's, let's say that. Let's just keep I, it straight I always think it's really interesting when people say that someone's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> because, yeah, you know how many other things have been done in the Lord's name and with, you know, uh, a religious undertone of that's where the, you know, uh, the, all the everything that they do is okay because it's in the Lord's name. Uh, it's pretty... A pretty interesting blanketed statement that covers a lot of things that uh, all of a sudden gives people an excuse or and empower to do something. Yeah. Um, you know, I personally grew up Catholic. No longer am religious. Right. For my own personal reasons. Right. And but if I when I hear people going, oh well, this is in Jesus's name. Uh, and you know that that's actually I believe being quite vain and thinking that that would be what would would someone that is a i would say would be a pacifist and a bringer a bringing together type of individual and i don't think that any of these things were you know that is going to divide people and to go out and try to shame other groups none of that is the lord's work and so i think it's always very interesting when uh, that gets pulled into the conversation. Yeah, I, you know, uh, Lord's work is uh, a cop out in my personal opinion. Um, no, that's not just that is not it. It is literally you doing what you want to do because you want to do it, and then you're tacking Jesus matters on there. I just that's what, mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Like I said, it, that is just my personal opinion. Tom, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I. I <laughs> I, I, as I said earlier, I'm always skeptical of people that scream about Jesus on the street. Uh, that's just kind of the way I, <laughs> the way I am. Um, but look, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can reconcile a strong faith in Jesus with a total devotion to Donald Trump. I mean, for me, Donald Trump represents a lot. I, I, I'm just trying to imagine a situation where Jesus Christ and Donald Trump could sit down and get along and be like best pals. I can't imagine Jesus racking a MAGA hat. Uh, there, there's nothing about G, uh, about Trump that really screams Jesus. I mean, his whole thing is greed. I mean, in the whole Bible, you know, about, you know, it's easier for a, uh, for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, Trump's entire brand is greed. I mean, by that virtue alone, he's anti-Christian. Taken into account, he also has tons of rape allegations, sexual assault allegations. He's bragged about sexually assaulting women on tape. He cheated on his wife while she was home with their newborn child with a porn star, paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. I mean, I'm sorry, there's nothing about Trump that's Christian. So if you're a Christian for Trump, I just can't help but be totally baffled by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing. I mean, obviously, you know, that's that's another that's a whole other can of worms right there uh, that Tom just said, of course. Um, And I see your point there. But at the same time, uh, with this particular act, with this particular move, uh, I feel like her intentions were definitely there were different intentions involved. Um, And I think that she saw that it worked. And she's trying to ride off that wave as much as she can. And like I said, she's trying to get out there and get her name out there as much as she can, if even possible. But unfortunately, we got to jump into a quick commercial break. We got to pay them bills. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. 
Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that subscribe button down below. And of course, if you're enjoying the conversation, please go hit that like button underneath this video as we speak. We would really, really appreciate it. I'm enjoying the conversation. You know what I'm saying? We really appreciate everybody coming in and chopping it up. And of course, we could talk about that whole mural thing till we're blue in the face. But unfortunately, we got to keep this ball moving. We got to get into more conversation uh, and other topics that are going on in the world today. So let's keep it moving. Uh, before we jump into Kanye West's um, South Carolina presidential campaign speech, uh, we're going we're gonna to be talking about that here shortly. Uh, <laughs> we definitely got to talk about Roger Stone's uh, recent interview where he said a racial slur. Hmm. Tommy boy, speak on it. Yeah, Roger Stone, uh, you know, who was recently had his sentence commuted by Donald Trump. Uh, he's a longtime friend of Trump, uh, called a uh, Los Angeles radio uh, host who is black a uh, Negro during his uh, during his interview. Ooh, and we got the audio. Uh, we got the audio. So we're yeah. going to listen to this audio real quick. Let's do this, shall we? It's really weird. He did on October. Wait, yeah, say, uh, I'm about to play this right now, guys. So oh. Hold up. Right now. That he did on October 26, 2017. So in other words, Rosenstein, guess what? Lied to Congress about a material matter. When's he being charged? I don't know. I'd love to see it. Standards here. That's I, my argument. No, no, no. I do believe that certain people are treated differently in the federal justice system. I do absolutely believe that. But I also believe that your friendship and relationship and history with Donald Trump weighed more heavily than him just wanting to make sure that justice was done by a person in the justice system that you were treated so unfairly. There are thousands of people treated unfairly daily. How your number just happened to come up in the lottery. I'm guessing it was more than just luck, Roger. Right. I'm sorry, what was that? Oh my God. Roger? He really did say that. Roger. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? I'm sorry, you, you're arguing with whom? I thought we were having just a very spirited conversation. Oh, what my happened? God. Oh. And nothing. Wow. Wow. Okay, so this, that's the first time I've actually heard the audio, y'all. That's the first time I ever heard it. And he just called that dude a Negro. That that was plain. Whoa! Oh snap! That oh boy. See see now. I'm gonna step away from this for a second because uh, I'm still trying to I'm trying to process it real quick, uh, fellas. Uh, speak on it. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. I mean, it's Roger Stone. Uh, <laughs> He's a convicted felon. I don't. I don't expect anything different from him. Right. And he. I mean, hearing him in a in a radio conversation use words like that and just have that kind of you know tone to him. Oh my uh, god! But you know, when he was in court and he's calling the attorneys and like and cursing at them and 
and things like he has no decorum. Like, <laughs> uh, and obviously he thinks he's above the law because he has a president in his pocket, uh, and wow. you know he doesn't care what he says. He he literally has no cares in the world. Like, huh. it doesn't matter what type of backlash he gets. He doesn't. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you know what? Um, just just for the pure fact of uh, some people are saying that they didn't hear it. <laughs> Guess what? I'm about to play it again for your ass. Let's get that one more time. I want you to guys to hear this. I want you to hear this. And Roger sure. Stone denies saying it. Yeah, of course he does. Um, hold on. Let, let's play it one more again. I'm going to play that a, a little bit of it, not the whole thing. All right? It unfairly daily. How your number just happened to come up in the lottery. I'm guessing it was more than just luck, Roger, right? I'm really sure I'm arguing with this nigga. Let me do that one more time, just in case you guys didn't hear this. If you guys don't hear this, and I don't know, I turned this all the way up. This mug is all the way up. One more time. One more again. I don't really feel like arguing with this Negro. He isn't sitting there saying, ooh, I love some cheese with my grits. He's not saying anything other than that one sentence. Once again. I don't really feel like arguing with this Negro. If you can't hear it, I've played it five different times. I just want you guys to know that I just played that a bunch. And yes, he most definitely said Negro. He most definitely said Negro. Okay, so here it is. Now, there's a lot of people out there. There's a, there's a big debate right now of is Negro a racial slur? Okay. No, there is really a debate going on right now all over. People are debating this. There are there are black conservatives that are sitting there saying, no, Negro's not a a racial slur. And then there are other people, you know, on the on the other side, the liberals that are sitting there going, hell, yeah, that is a racial slur. Now, fellas, what do you think? The way he used it was absolutely racist. Absolutely. I don't know how you can make any argument to the contrary. He said, I can't believe I, what do you say? I can't believe I'm arguing with this, you know, I'm not going to say it again. I'm done I arguing with this news, Negro. But, I mean, yeah, clearly he was, he, he, the interviewer had him dead to rights saying you got preferential treatment because you're a friend of the president. Roger Stone didn't have a comeback, so he got racist with him. There was a long pause. He realized he didn't have a retort. So he called the guy the soft version of the N-word. Put him in his place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Stone was silent for roughly a minute before saying, uh, you're back. I don't know what that was. And uh, O'Kelly goes, I was talking, and you said something about N-word, so I was, wasn't exactly sure. Stone and I using the slur. He claimed that O'Kelly was out of his mind and said that he couldn't hear the interviewer because the phone was cutting in and out. Uh, Kelly offered to li- continue the interview and let the listener decide whether Stone had used a slur. Mm-hmm. So they continue on for about 15 <laughs> more minutes. Funny. Now, 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 th- what's funny to me is uh, here it is because Mr. T, Mr. T just said something that I agree with. Okay, um, I don't consider I don't consider it a racial slur, but I do agree with what he was saying. With Mr. T is saying. You know, it is definitely, he says, it's not a racial slur in general, but you can clearly understand his intent in this situation, which I couldn't agree more on. Absolutely, his intent was not good. By him saying that, 
that was a way to try to uh, uh, punch down at the guy, you know, to belittle the guy, if you will. You know, I personally think absolutely with, with, without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, he was definitely using that in a term to say something in a rude, insulting way. He wasn't sitting there going, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of arguing with this person, with this fella. Shoot. He could have said any other thing in the world. He could have said MFR. Why Negro? Why Negro? Most definitely a racial slur. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And what I love right now, even more than anything in the world right now, is that I'm talking about this and I'm putting my own damn opinions about this. And those dislikes are going up like crazy right now. Keep them coming. I don't give a damn. He said a racial slur. In that context, in the context of what happened, he most definitely should not have said that at all. I don't care if he is the best thing in the world or the worst person in the world. I'm being straight funky. That was racist. That was messed up. And he shouldn't have said that. He got caught red handed. Real freaking talk. Wherever yeah. you stand on Roger Stone, if you think he is the best man of the world since sliced bread or the worst person in the world. This is the fact. And the fact of the matter is he said a racial slur. That's it. He shouldn't have said it. He got caught red-handed. I, I played it for you several different times. He said Negro. As much as you think he said peas and carrots, he did not. He most definitely did not. The fact of the matter is, he said a racial slur. Hey, I went in on Joe Biden when he said, hey, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I went in on that mug. You know what I'm saying? I call it like I see it. Sorry. And the facts of the matter is, is that that is that that dude said what he said and he shouldn't have said it, period. <laughs> messed up, truly messed up, caught red handed up in this piece, man. Real talk. That's stupid. It's hella stupid. Mm -hmm. well, he knows the rules don't apply to him. I mean, of course they don't. <laughs> they don't. Of course they don't. If, you've, if you're connected and rich like Roger Stone, you can do whatever you want to. Because you got other rich, connected people like Donald Trump that can get you out of it. So. It's messed up, man. And it's Truly real, real messed up. But, you know, that's the company Trump chooses to keep. Oh, that's, that's, absolutely. You know, it reflects on him. Absolutely. It most definitely does. It most yep. definitely does. Well, anyway, aside from that, you know, moving on from that conversation, because, you know, to me, it's very interesting. And, uh, you know, obviously he has been uh, he, he got caught red handed saying something really stupid. And he shouldn't have said that, period. He shouldn't have said that. And then he got super quiet. He could have rebuttaled. He could have said anything under the sun, but he didn't. You know what I'm saying? This he didn't say anything at all. So. It is what it is. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Some, uh, no one had a problem with Cornell West called Leo Terrell a Negro live on TV, I guess, three times. Check yourself. Check yourself, Negro. Hmm. That's I, I don't know that information. That, that's new information is, to me, too. Go ahead. Is it different being said from a white man versus a black man? It's yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can absolutely. answer that one. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I can answer that real quick. Yeah. You know, it's a situation of like the N word. Like, you know, I don't like using the N word, but at the same time, I can say it. You can't. 
You see what I'm saying? It's it's one of those things. You know, uh, Negro is definitely like, you know, hey, what up, my Negro? What's up, Negro? You know, that kind of thing that happens within black people. But if a white guy was like, oh, he's a Negro. Ooh, that's not good. That's not that's no bueno. You know what? We got a call. I'm going to take this call real quick. Let's jump into it. Hey, you're on the mic with the Pascal show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Pascal, it's Alex again from Oklahoma. Ah, what's hey, up, man? I'm not a white nationalist. I was saying, oh no, 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 I no, was. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> it's fair. No, because I was, I was yeah. going to say, well, I want to clarify. No, 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 and that's totally fair. And thank you so much. I, I, yeah, we were like, wait a second. No, I think he said even when right, we went right, to a right. break, I was like, I think he said nationalist. He didn't say white nationalist. So thank you so. I mean, right. in fact, but, uh, I don't think yeah, you'd I'm be watching the show if you were. You program a Klan rally. I don't think the membership's right. If you know what I mean. Anyway, I just want to clarify that. But anyway, thank you. Go ahead. I know Roger Stone is what, 120 years old? Uh-huh. When he was a kid, you know, black people had to, you know, walk on a different side of the road. Like, he comes from, like, three different generations, basically. And, yeah, he was punching down. I totally understand that. Yeah. But, you know, Nick Cannon, the other day on Twitter, you know, was calling people, white people, savages. Yes, he and, was. You know, so, so I think it goes back and forth. But, of I mean, course. Was that wrong? Yeah, he was totally avoiding the questions. But, I mean... It, it, I think that uh, he's just being canceled because he said something really dumb. But he's, uh, again, he's a million years old. So, I mean, it's like if your grandpa, that's something my gran- my dead grandpa would have done, you yeah. know, just being real. No, but, uh, that, that's my two cents on that. Okay. But, thank you, Pascal. Hey, thank you, Alex, and thank you for clarifying that real talk, man. Thank you for, so much for calling. Now, now here's the thing. Uh, now, I'm not sitting here saying that, uh, what Nick Cannon is, uh, what Nick Cannon said was not okay. It's absolutely not okay. What Nick Cannon said at all whatsoever. I mean, it's the same thing on the other side of the coin. You know, if a, if a black person is going to call white people savages, it's not good. If it was a white person calling black people savages, it's not good at all either. So most definitely those are the, t- those things need to, you know, they are on the same, uh, playing field. They are weighed out at the same way. Um, but the word Negro, especially, okay, I get it. Somebody being old, I get that part. But at the same time, for somebody who is a public, part of the public figure, is part of the world, part of the changing world, sees how the world has changed, is out there in the public, in, in the public eye, uh, you know, uh, you know, advising somebody who is, uh, uh, that runs our country, you know, though, or at least used to uh, advise someone who run, ran our, who runs our country right now. You are a part of the times. Now, if Trump, who is a million years old as well, went ahead and said Negroes out of nowhere, hmm, that wouldn't be so great. You see what I'm saying? So for somebody who is a part of the world and part of the changing world, you know, this isn't just some, you know, old man, you know, old man Michael, you know what I'm saying? Oh, grandpa, who's 85 years old, you know what I'm saying? Who's Staying at home, drinking his, you know, having his his beers and and, and fishing on on the weekends and is not a part of the changing world at all. You know, that's a that's a different story. Still, it's messed up and it's ignorant and it should not be uh, uh, even even uh, uh, loved or uh, not even loved. Um, Shouldn't even be uh, um, accepted or allowed in, in my personal opinion, too. But at the same time, for somebody who is even in their 70s or 80s or 100 years old, and they're still part of the changing world and they're in the world of politics, that is the last thing you want to say 
on a platform of any sort at all, period. Whether you are 90 years old or two years old, if you're a part of the world and you know that this is the new world or the new way of the world says, hey, you know, Negro is not a great word to use to talk about black people, then you, 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 you go with the times. The times are changing, right? So that's just what I personally think on that, you know? Um, and just to answer uh, Alex's uh, phone call in, in question and all that. But anyway, we got to jump into a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Kanye West's <sighs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Kanye West's yeah. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking around. Uh, and of course, like I always say, if you haven't done it yet, hit that like button down below. We'd really, really appreciate that. And of course, crush that subscribe button uh, if this is your first time checking out the show and being a part of the discussion. Anyway, we got to jump into this other thing because obviously we could talk about more Roger Stone or the mural, the facing of the murals and all that all day long. We definitely have got to jump into this story Kanye West. Kanye West is running for president, apparently. We got to talk about all this stuff. He just had a campaign where he or uh, he launched his presidential campaign in South Carolina. Uh, Tom, let's let's talk about this a little bit. Speak yeah, Kanye uh, held a campaign event in South Carolina last night uh, where he uh, among other things, said Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She had them work for other white people. Uh, he at oh, one yeah. point talked about how uh, he and Kim Kardashian had considered getting an abortion for their child. Yeah. Uh, at which point he started to break down crying. Um, you know, he, he got into it a little bit with people in the crowd that were calling him out on stuff. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of what you would expect a Kanye yeah. campaign event to be, but uh, not, not, not your normal campaign event. Yeah. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. I do have a little bit of a video clip that I want to pull up here uh, right quick of the actual campaign, because I know that some people didn't get to actually see uh, this campaign. So we're going to pull up a little bit. There is a video that is, I think, pretty damn hilarious, um, has to do with uh, Kanye West uh, talking about the Harriet Tubman speech. So we're going to look at that. It's very, very short. Um, and then I got a little bit of my own personal opinion in regards to the Harriet Tubman uh, speech, the Harriet Tubman part of his speech, because he did talk for a good while. Anyway, here is the Harriet Tubman, uh, Harriet Tubman uh, clip. So that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. <laughs> so that's... Uh, it's so hilarious. I love that clip because it is everything that I feel like uh, most black uh, uh, most black people uh, that are, are, you know, for Kanye automatically got turned off right when he said that. Now, let me, let me, let me say something real quick in regards to the Harriet Tubman comment or statement that he made okay now here it is during that time 
there were a, a lot of slaves that went through the Underground Railroad, of course. You know, shout out to Harriet Tubman. Without her, we there would not there wouldn't have been freed slaves at that time. Now, here's the other thing: you got to put into uh, 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 you got to put into consideration that there were no black there weren't as many black owned businesses during that time. So any any time that person any time a slave became free, yes. They were going and working for uh, white people, of course, because there were not any work. There wasn't any work out there that was run, owned by black owners um, and house uh, household uh, like homeowners, etc. But one of the things that they were able to do was be able to work, but get paid for their work, not being just enslaved, beaten, raped, destroyed because of being uh, under the, the laws of slavery. All right. So when he said that he has it factually totally effed up and wrong. Okay. He, so what he was saying doesn't really apply to what really went down. Of course, if the situation was different and there were black owned businesses in the North at that time, I guarantee you there would be a lot more freed slaves or runaway slaves going there, earning their pay, working with black owned businesses. But those things did not exist as much during that time. So what are you going to do? What are they going to do to be able to survive and make money and live? They work. They do exactly what they were doing, but they are now actually being paid for what they do respectfully to a certain extent. Okay. We can talk about respectfully till we're blue in the face. Okay. Now, the other thing I want to point out here really quick with, with, with Kanye is that we are in a place right now where Kanye is, he's got a platform. People are eating his stuff up. People are going, Oh wow. Is he running? Is he not running? Is he running? Is he not running? Obviously he is running or he is trying to run. His whole speech was just a, a plethora and a, 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 a wild ride of emotions and thoughts. And I know Jack has some of the, the, the laundry list of things that he was saying that we should be able to have and shouldn't have. And there's some crazy things that he did say in regards to his speech. And uh, so I'm going to throw it over to Jack before I go and, and tie this thing up with a bow. Go ahead, uh, Jackie Buck. So, yeah, I mean, he, he made some campaign promises. Um, he suggests $1 million for new mothers to discourage abortion. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, I don't know where that money would come from, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, everybody that has a baby gets a million dollars. Yep, there said. we go. Uh, <laughs> he, said he believes abortion should be legal. Financial incentives to help struggling mother- mothers could be a way to discourage a practice uh, by giving everybody a million dollars. So. Yeah, I didn't see too many other uh, things that he was promising, uh, but that was one of his big points. So <laughs> yes, now uh, there was a, now there's a lot of people out there that are you know there's a lot of black conservatives out there that do believe that abortion should be illegal, that it should not be allowed, and all that, and that's something that there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of conservatives that are pro pro life as well, uh, regardless. But the thing that I'm I'm trying to say here is that. And, you know, and he does talk about, uh, you know, him sitting there saying, I almost killed my daughter because of the option of abortion. 
the the I was entertaining the idea of abortion. I was going to do it. Kim stood in stood in front of me and blocked, like basically protected our child, protected North, because she was not going to do said act. She was not going to do have an abortion. She was not okay with it. And he said, "It's a blessing. I'm so blessed that she." stood in front of our baby and protected our baby because North would not exist if she did that, if she didn't do that. Then also he went into this whole conversation about his father and how his father wanted him to be aborted and how he wouldn't be, there would be no Kanye West if he wasn't, if he was aborted, et cetera, move, uh, you know, on and on and on. Now, the thing is, is that he was a ball of everything. He, he was emotional. He was he was all over the place. He had 2020 uh, uh, shaved into the back of his head. Um, it, it, he was just it, there was just a lot going on. He was wearing a bulletproof proof vest, as you saw in the video. Now, here's the thing. My thing is this. The more we entertain him, the more he's going to be doing more crazy stunts like this. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that if we keep putting ourselves out here and we keep putting like, like right now, we shouldn't even be talking about this, honestly. But the thing <laughs> is, is that let's be real. It is news. It is what's going on right now. But I think that if we keep batting an eye towards him, if we keep putting the, the spotlight and the attention towards him, he's going to think that what he's doing is right and that he's going to continue to do the crazy stuff that he's doing right now. Clearly, the man is not with us. He is clearly unhinged. He is clearly not on his meds. He is clearly not practicing whatever he's trying to do in regards to mental health. And that's it. I just don't think that we should be giving him the platform in which that he has and entertaining it, period. Like the other thing I want to point out is that he had a presidential campaign and then mother lover didn't even have a microphone. Okay. That's all I'm going to say too. He didn't have a microphone. Nobody heard anything he said. Barely. He had a nice size room full of people and he didn't have a microphone. And this is supposed to be your presidential campaign. Hmm. I'm just saying, for the people who were in there that were going, yeah, West 2020, Kanye 2020, I feel like he lost a good portion of that room with his emotional, manic monologue that he gave. What do you guys think? Uh, so let me add, and before he went to this rally, he told a blogger, uh, I guess Caitlyn Jenner is no longer... Uh, having the option even to be in Kanye's thoughts, uh, nor is the tidball lady, uh, because Kanye wants Jay-Z to be his running mate. Get out. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Wow. And uh, for how Kanye West landed on him as uh, the tap in the, pl in the first place for his position, uh but it sounds like it came down to a coincidence of initials. Mm. So, you know, he's really, you know, he's getting signs, he says. Um, so he, this is really a God-driven campaign. And so everything that he's saying is all for Jesus. Well, so here's the thing. Everybody can sit there and say that their campaign or the their moves or whatever they're doing, uh, their public 
you know, those, those things that look like they're for publicity and they can say it's, it's all in, in the name of Jesus. I get it. Like there's plenty of people that can do that and ride behind it. Um, and you know, somebody, uh, Jake from state farm just said, you know, well, look who is our president now. I mean, whether you believe it or not, you're, you know, Jake from state farm has a point, you know, we do have somebody in the office that is, you know, uh, is, is definitely different. I'll just say that definitely on a, a little bit different marched marches to the beat of his own little drummer. And I get that. I get that. But at the same time, you can see that somebody you can see Kanye is not fully right. And there's a lot of things that he has, like a lot of the, the, the opinions and the things that he wants to move forward. You can see that he hasn't fully had them thought out properly. They're not fully thought out thoughts. It's almost as if he's shooting from the hip, saying what he wants to say without any background, without any, anything to back it up. You know, Tom, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you entirely. I, I don't like talking about Kanye that much. I mean, I realize it's the news for the day. I mean, that's what's trending on Twitter. That's what people are right. talking about. I watched a little bit of it last night. I saw where he started crying. And, I mean, it, it made me physically feel sick to my stomach. I mean, yeah. it's, it's watching a guy struggle with mental illness and being put in a situation that if he had people around him that cared about him, they would not let him be in that situation. I, it's, it's clear to me he doesn't have anybody in his inner circle anymore that has his best interest at heart. He's fallen into that Kardashian family who are just vampires who just thrive on fame. They're the last people he should have ever fallen in with, the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And I just can't – I mean – I know he's Kanye West and I know he can, he's, he's, you know, he, he can do what he wants, but I just, I mean, there aren't people around him that aren't like, Hey, you're in the throes of like really serious mental illness right now. You need mm. real help. No, no. The, the, the thing is, is that just to go off of what you were saying now, <clears throat> who's to say that Kim Kardashian is literally telling him, babe, are you sure you want to do this? Stop. Please don't do this. Blah, blah, blah. What, what if, excuse me, what if, because as much as we sit here and say, you know, we all have our opinions about the Kardashians. We all, we all do. Okay. Uh, whether they are vampires or not, they might, they could be the nicest people in the world. Let's just, I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Okay. But who's to say that uh, Kim Kardashian is turning to him being like, hey, babe, I don't think you should be doing this. I don't think it's a good idea right now. You know, uh, Kanye is going to do what Kanye wants to do. It's clear that he is his own independent thinker. He wants to do whatever he wants. And I don't think Kim or that family has any say. Whether they thought that think that he is having a spell, you know, or not. They don't have any say in what he wants to do. He is his own free person. And if he wants to do a campaign, he going to do it. You know, Kim could sit there all day long sitting there, babe, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he's going to be like, I'm going to do it. I don't care what you think. Cause I'm Kanye and I do dope things. That's literally what he thinks in his head. It's Kanye. We're talking about, you know what I'm saying? His ego is very, very big. You know, it's massive. 
So I, 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 I'm not sitting here saying, like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, we must defend the Kardashians. Hell no. But all I'm saying is, is that who's to say what's really going on behind closed doors between right. Kim and Kanye? She could literally be telling him, please don't do this right now. Let's get things on point. That's what I'll say about that. And I'm, not, I'm, not just, I'm not just talking about the Kardashians, though. I'm talking about his friends, everybody. I mean, they're... I mean, if I had a friend, and, you know, I mean, we all have friends that have mental illness. We all have friends that go through it sometimes. But you hope, I mean, you know, you hope that a person that has mental illness like that has a strong support base around them that'll say, hey, this president thing, you don't need this right now. You're, you're, you're not well. And, and, you know, it's not, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, you know, I'm I'm trying to be as diplomatic about this as possible, but I mean, I mean, with the quarantine shutdown and all the stuff going on right now, people are having spells of mental illness, mm-hmm. and you need people around you to be like, you know, to help you out. I just don't feel like he has anyone around him that's helping him out. I think people are like, hey, I can help Kanye run for president, and make a buck off it, or oh, this will be a great publicity stunt for him. It, yeah. I mean, it, it just seems sick. It seems exploitive to him. And I know he's Kanye. I know he has a huge ego. I know he calls his own shots. I just, I mean, there isn't anybody around him. They just take him aside and be like, dude, just maybe, maybe take a year off. Take a year off. Get your head right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, here it is. Um, uh, Jake from State Farm just said something that uh, I, I thought was a very good point, though. It is a very good point. He said, uh, uh, Jake said, uh, well, they told Kanye he couldn't be a producer. Then they told him he couldn't be a rapper. And then they told him he couldn't be a fashion designer. And honestly, he's destroyed every single one of those things. He's crushed every single one of those things. So for them, for people to sit there maybe and say, hey, he can't be president. He's, he's probably going, he's hell bent on it, I'm sure. Trying to say, hey, I could prove everybody otherwise. I could be the man who takes over and runs this, this country. You know what I'm saying? Um, and be the leader of this free world. I mean, that could be his ongoing motivation. That could be the thing that gets him up in the morning, proving everyone otherwise. Yeah. I'm seeing people in the chat here trying to compare Kanye West to Joe Biden, and I got to take exception with that. I mean, Joe Biden may be old, and maybe he gets confused a few times. We haven't seen Joe Biden behave the way that Kanye West did last night. It's apples and oranges. I mean, you haven't seen Joe Biden go out and have a full meltdown crying fit at a campaign event. This is a totally different thing. Even so, I mean, Biden may not be as sharp as he once was, but he was always a gaffe machine. There's a difference. True. But the other thing I'll say about that, too, just to piggyback on what you said, uh, Tom, is that not only... uh, yeah, he's a gaff machine for sure. Uh, and he might be slowly or quickly uh, slipping into, uh, you know, senility for sure. But one thing that he does have for sure is that he has things to back up the things that he's trying to push out there. He has the stuff like when he's like, oh, we want to do a you know, trillion dollars towards X, Y and Z. We're going to do this movement. We're going to do this. We're going to do this with taxes. He has things that back those things up. Kanye is just saying a million dollars to everybody who has a baby. You know what I'm saying? Kanye is saying everybody should be able to own a gun. 
you know, uh, at one point said something along the lines of, you know, kids are, are, are at six year, years old or are learning how to shoot a gun. Shooting guns are fun. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I mean, his whole speech was just all over, all over the place with nothing to back it up, just personal experiences. And if he was able to come up with those things and back them up with with logical plans, I think people would think differently about him. But right now, it was like he was having a. What's the word like? A, a, a cathartic <laughs> moment of expression in a room that felt like a sanctuary in a way where he was just talking. Does that make sense? Like he felt like he was, it, it was almost like there, there were at a campfire and he was just expressing his feelings about everything that's going on rather than, Hey, these are the things that I really want to do with this country. And here's the things I have to back it up. Here's my plans. Blah, here they are. He didn't do that. He was just breaking down and crying. And all of his fans who were there just to be there, I don't know if they're really there in support of him uh, like that. I'm saying in in his presidential uh, aspirations, they were there just to kind of be like, oh, it's okay, Kanye. A lot of them were saying that, like patting him on the back in a way, verbally. You know? There were some people in there as well that were trying to throw like rebuttal at him, like trying to say when he was saying, oh, yeah, you know, there there should only be an option A. There should only be a plan A. There should not be a plan B in regards to abortion in in regards to pro-choice or pro-life. He was like, there should only be an option, uh, option A. That's it. And there were some people that were trying to throw back at him, basically trying to say, but what about. Why would you say that when these things happen? And he was ignoring every single one of them. He just kept on talking. So there's a lot with that situation that um, clearly shows that he is not fully 110% right. He hasn't been right, as we all know, since his mother passed. You know, his, uh, the tragic, unfortunate passing of his mother. He hasn't been right since then. He's been hospitalized uh, against his will. He's been you know, drugged, you know, because of his mental illness, because of the things that he has going on with himself, which is obviously very, very terrible. And you can see clearly that he is going through a moment right now. And if he would just actually listen to the people that are around him, which I hope there are people around him trying to have this conversation with him, I hope that he would actually listen to him and maybe bow out, you know? And, and Jake from State Farm is sitting here saying, none of us is right. You're right. None of us is, you know, none of us are, are no one is mentally stable. Nobody is mentally even. Uh, we all have our own mental issues. We all have our problems. I get that. But when you are going to be putting yourself out there in a way to say, hey, I'm going to run this country, you got to come correct. You got to come knowing that, you, that you're balanced, you know? There's got to be proof. You got to show that you are mentally stable. If you have a history of being mentally unstable and then you say, I'm going to run for president, you got to prove everything. You got to show as much as your cards out on the table to prove that you are mentally stable. That's important. But right now, 
Kanye's not showing that at all, y'all. He's showing that he's not mentally right. Now, here's the thing. I'll say this too. He could very well be. He could very well be mentally stable right now. This could be his clearest moment on earth. He could be totally 110% mentally stable for his version. But what the rest of the world is seeing, we're not seeing that. He needs to come at it in a different way if he's going to really run. He can't just come out and just fire off at the mouth like birdshot and be all over the place. He's got to be more concise. He needs to be a sniper with this thing and say exactly what he wants to do. Here are the plans and that's it. Start with a microphone too when you're going to do a, a presidential campaign. You see what I'm saying? Like just come correct. But that's my personal opinion on that. Fellas, to wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he literally is having, you know, a mental crisis. Uh, I mean, he has said before, remember he went to Joel Olstein's church a few years back, and that's when he started up his own, like, church in Calabasas. Oh, yeah. Because um, he said that he, while he was in the hospital from recovering from a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. that he had a vision from God. And that's when he started drawing a church and said he was going to open up a church. Like, he, he's getting literal visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I don't think he's, like, talking figuratively. I think that Kanye might, like, be seeing things. And, uh, you know, but when he's going out there and using the platform that he has and putting out his, uh, his opinions and his, you know, about his personal life and things like that, like, not only is it going to ruin his chance for running, I think it like the way that he's approaching it, it's also going to ruin his business deals and potentially Kim's. I mean, there's going to be, if he says some stuff that's way off, off, the, off the cuff, like, he's going to end up having Gap go, hmm, maybe we don't need a Yeezy, you know, branded style of clothing. And, you know, there, there's going to be a crossing point when his rhetoric that he uses is going to offend his sponsors and then he'll have to put all of his own money behind it i guess uh, but you know there's going to be i don't know it's gonna be an interesting <laughs> thing to see whether or not how much how many votes he gets how many ballots he's able to get on how effective his his thing is because he's going to have some diehard followers it doesn't matter what he says right mm-hmm. and you know just like like trump or anybody else there's going to be a group that supports him regardless of anything but his mental health you know definitely needs to be looked at in his yeah. family you know telling tmz that they're concerned about him uh, and you know someone bringing up divorce in a, in a thing like somebody mentioned it, it's like you know usually most married people don't mention divorce and in, in statements unless it's already been talked about mm-hmm. uh, and you know it, it's uh i just don't i don't know where he is going to be in the next three months, six months, and what type yeah. of mental state he's going to be in, uh, if there's going to be a step back and all of a sudden he gets, you know, puts out a tweet and be like, sorry, I'm back on my meds, all that, you know, last, everything over the last three months was just pure uh, craziness, or, you know, it, will there be an apology like that, or will it be uh, like a new starting point, or will he just keep on going? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Tom. I, I'm interested to see. <laughs> yeah. Tom, what do you think? Well, I mean, I think 
obviously last night, I mean, it, 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 I mean, again, it made me sick to my stomach to watch it. I mean, it felt like a sideshow freak show. It felt like they trotted him out. They made a spectacle out of him. I mean, what kind of campaign event has people telling the candidate, hey, it's okay, it's all right, it's okay, Kanye? I mean, that's, that's a sad spectacle. Yeah. It's sad, and it's unfortunate. Um, I hope he gets the help he needs. But I, I also want to point out, Kanye West's opinions on politics haven't changed from the time he's been medicated to the time he's been off his meds. Even in his, you know, even for Kanye in his most sane moments, his political views have always been, let's say, not the norm mm-hmm. and have offended a lot of people. I, I don't I don't know how much his mental illness is informing his political beliefs. I think he might just have, you know, contra, let's say controversial mm. political beliefs. Yeah. Uh, but last night, clearly. I mean, he, he, he had an episode and everybody saw it and it was sad. And, um, I, I, I hope somebody around him gets him some help, some help. Yeah. It doesn't look like he's going to help himself. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and thank you, Tom and Jack, for saying those things. Um, and I, I'm going to uh, let me just wrap this up here really quick. Uh, cause you know, unfortunately we got to wrap up the show now. Uh, but the thing is, is, uh, it was something that Jack said. Um, and I don't think. Honestly, even this display, whatever you might call it, this display of mental illness or mentally stable uh, stability, what have you, um, I don't think it's going to it's going to ruin his bags when it comes to the gap. I, I think gap is still going to uh, work with him and do what they need to do, because no matter what, he has saved other uh, he, he saved Adidas. Um, just from designing uh, Yeezys. So they know for a fact that no matter what, even they have, even though they have to deal with maybe somebody who is mentally unstable, they know that they're going to get great products and they know for a fact that they're going to get people buying their stuff again. Um, so I don't think that they're going to be doing that. And, I, and also uh, something else too, it's already too late. The deal's been done. They signed the, the, you know, they signed the dotted line. They got that deal done. They're with, they're in bed with him for 10 more years, <laughs> whether he wants, whether mm. they want to be with them or not. I understand that they could probably find a way to get around it, but I'm just saying they know for a fact that if Yeezy or I'm sorry, if Kanye comes out with some Yeezy line pants, people, everybody in their mom is going to go and buy those things. Why? Because it's Yeezy. That's it. You know, unfortunately, but that's the, that's the fortunate side of Kanye, you know, he's incredibly creative. He's in, he's a creative genius. He is, he's extremely talented. And yes, what we just had in those comments below, you know, they said that he would never be a producer, never be a rapper, never do all these things, never be a fashion designer. And he's knocked every single one down, proving everyone wrong. So you never know. 2020, though, I don't think is a good time for him. That's just my personal opinion. 2024 may be a better opportunity. He has four years to prove himself otherwise, show his policies, get properly vetted as a politician, or at least as a uh, a political figure with more thoughts and more opinions about his own theories on political, his own political ideals. That gives him a little bit more time to build and then obviously make bags and bags of monies <laughs> with gap and adidas as well anyway we got to get going 
I really appreciate everybody being on the show today. Thank you so much for the phone calls and the comments and everything. Uh, Jack and Tom, thank you so much for being on today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I will be on tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We do have St. Louis's very own news anchor, News Channel 5 news anchor, Morgan Young. She'll be on the show live tonight. So be sure to tune into that. We're going to have a really great conversation about the coronavirus and everything that's going on in regards to news and (laughs) the things that are going on right now in in st louis and also throughout the country um and so i'll be on at that time it's time to get going be sure to hit that like button down below and don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time checking out this show be good to yourselves be good to one another once again thank you guys so much for being on this is the pascal show bye